Hello guys, uh, welcome all of you to today's farmcast. So it has been almost one month since I posted my last farmcast, right? And it was the time of New Year. If you remember, I was uh, out of India. Somehow I managed to make one episode out. And after that, also I had been busy with uh, some or the other work that I had. So I had to be out of uh, Delhi. So I could not post. But uh, the good news is, guys, I'm back with the regular weekly farmcast. So here on, I'll be continuing with weekly farmcast. I'll be discussing some of your doubts, some topics which you guys request me to cover, right? So uh, in my last uh, farmcast, someone requested me to cover uh, CYP450 enzymes and the drugs that they metabolize. So I'll be covering that bit today. And apart from that, I'll be covering few questions asked by you students as well. So let's begin, guys, for today's CYP450 enzyme. So as all of you know, guys, drugs are metabolized in two phases, right? Phase 1 and Phase 2. And Phase 1 metabolism is sponsored by cytochrome P450 enzymes. So what can they ask you in your exams with respect to CYP450 enzymes? Number one. Um, why do we have such a name CYP450 so guys here CY it stands for cytochrome and cytochrome is a heme protein which is responsible to bind oxygen that is required for drug metabolism P here stands for pigment because uh, these enzymes were first detected right in plants in in a pigment and that pigment P stands for pigment absorbs light at a wavelength of 450 nanometers so 450 stands for wavelength right and p stands for pigment right and cy stands for cytochrome so that is why we have made this name cyp450 so they can ask you here what is cy what is p what is 450 in your exams now coming to different enzymes right? as you might have come across uh, enzymes namely cyp1a2 cyp2b6 cyp2c9 cyp2c19 CYP2D6, so how, how we make such names, right? So there must be some logic to the nomenclature of these enzymes. So let us take for the sake of example, CYP1A2. So guys, whenever I say CYP1A2, here you can see after CYP, we have one number followed by an alphabet followed by a number. So CYP1A2, 1A2. To begin with the first number one, it stands for family of the enzyme a stands for subfamily so a number right the family can be one two three four and in each family there can be subfamilies for one it can be a b c d e etc two it can be a b c d right so the first number is family the first alphabet after that number is subfamily and then comes the second number like cyp1a2 the number the last one is two which gives us about the gene isoform number. You know that every gene codes for a particular enzyme. So the gene isoform which codes for it uh, is number two. So they can give you just an enzyme and ask you in an enzyme what is one, what is A or what is two, right? Now coming to the last part here, you have asked me to discuss what are the drugs metabolized by each of these enzymes. Now, I would not lie guys, it's not that commonly asked, but sometimes they do ask you what specific drugs are metabolized by these enzymes and you know that uh, the number of drugs is you, you just you can just compare it to an ocean isn't it? we have oceans of drugs so you cannot remember each and every drug metabolized by a particular enzyme or cyp uh, 450 enzyme so what we can do is we can focus upon 
the important ones right so for example cyp1a2 cyp1a2 it metabolizes drugs like uh, paracetamol tamoxifen theophylline these are metabolized by cyp1a2 cyp2b66 it metabolizes drugs like um, cyclophosphamide methadone right so 1a2 and 2b6 these are not that important now i'm coming to the important one cyp2c9 is very important guys cyp2c9 you need to remember two drugs which are metabolized by cyp2c9 can you think which are these drugs right try to find out cyp2c9 phenytoin the second one a very important anticoagulant anticoagulant they have given you the answer which anticoagulant it is warfarin isn't it because um, heparin or LMWH or fondaparinoxin, they are not metabolized as such. So, CYP2C9, two very important drugs, phenytoin, warfarin. CYP2C19, again a very important enzyme, guys. Two important drugs you need to remember, omeprazole, a proton pump inhibitor, and clopidogrel. Now, here you need to focus. Clopidogrel is not metabolized. By CYP2C19, rather it is activated because it is a pro-drug. Because you know, right, guys, phase one not only metabolizes drugs but also activates some pro-drugs. So clopidogrel is a pro-drug activated by um, the enzyme CYP2C19. So just imagine what happens if I give both omeprazole and clopidogrel to one person. There would be competitive inhibition of activation of clopidogrel by omeprazole so omeprazole will decrease effect of clopidogrel right that is one thing you need to understand not only for your exams but also tomorrow when you go to clinical practice do not combine omeprazole with clopidogrel that is first thing second thing you know there are pharmacogenetic conditions so in population there would be variable effect of clopidogrel the reason being the gene that codes for cyp2c19 right cyp2c19 gene that gene can be more powerful or less powerful in different people. So accordingly, the activation would be more or less in different people. So the different people will behave differently to the same dose of clopidogrel. So there can be difference. Right? So if a, if a person has a poor, a poor CYP2C19 gene, he would not be able to adequately activate clopidogrel and hence anti-aggregant uh, effect would be compromised. In that scenario, he would be at a higher risk of develop, developing an, another attack of MI or stroke, right? So guys, these two are important, CYP2C9, CYP2C19. The third one is also important, CYP2D6. Now remember, CYP2D6, it metabolizes um, beta blockers, a very important class of drug, beta blockers. Then it metabolizes uh, most of the drugs related to psychiatry, right? Like antidepressants, Antipsychotics, so all the antidepressants, antipsychotics, they are metabolized by CYP2D6. Plus, opioids are also metabolized by CYP2D6, like tramadol is also metabolized by CYP2D6, any opioid, right? The next one is CYP2E1, and CYP2E1 is not that an important one. Remember, enflurane as well as ethanol so one of, one of the you know ethanol is usually metabolized by your um, alcohol dehydrogenase right some part is also metabolized by cyp2e1 right it's, the, it's not that important now coming to the last one cyp3a4 it is the most important cytochrome p450 enzyme why is that what do you think guys cytochrome p450 enzyme it is the most important 
it is the most important one the reason being it metabolizes more than 50% of drugs so you get your first mcq point here and that is which is the most common cytochrome p450 enzyme involved in drug metabolism right and what is your answer your answer is cyp3a4 now i cannot remember more than 50% of drugs isn't it so we'll try to remember a few of them um like your protease inhibitors guys right in hiv um like benzodiazepines in sedative hypnotics like erythromycin um like mifepristone um estrogen right so these are some important drugs which are metabolized by cyp3a4 so guys i would ask you to focus on uh, drugs metabolized by cyp2c9 cyp2c19 cyp2d6 and cyp3a4 right few of these drugs which i have told you now guys coming to some of the doubts that uh, students have asked so one of the students from mero um neha has asked sir i'm studying 11 to 12 hours per day since april 2020 but my gd score is not improving at all i'm too much depressed that i cannot focus please do help me sir see neha i would like to re-emphasize something i have emphasized time and again that a poor performance in your grand test it does not mean that you are out of the race it does not mean at all that you are out of the race and the reason being it has been seen right that uh, i have experienced it myself that the scores improves only after you if you have completed three revisions right so if you have not yet completed three revisions right so you cannot blame yourself that's first part second part is um the grand tests they are usually on the tougher side right they're much much more tough as compared to your real exam and that is being done by these platforms for um an important purpose right so they don't they don't want to solve you uh, you to solve only easy questions and get relaxed they want to keep you on your toes and they want to get uh, you get you all all of you guys to used to difficult questions so that in the exam when you go you'll you'll find yourself on an easier spot right and you'll feel that on the day of exam that actually um these grantors when they were on the tougher side this, this was for the better thing right this is for the good of you at the end of the day right so if you have done your basics right right and you are not able to solve some weird questions in this grantors then uh, you should not worry so neha let these uh, um you know poor performance in your grantors not make you know a nest in your brain that i'm not going to survive the exam you you will survive the exam and remember always i tell all the students that if you are preparing honestly no one can take away that seat from you believe, believe me this is real truth and are you honest with your preparation or not nobody can say that except you so you you know in your heart how honest you are with your preparation right guys so the second doubt for today i have got it from a student called as daud from philippines so he is a medical student as of now undergrad student and uh, his doubt is i'm getting very tired even after watching a video for 1 hour or even studying textbook for 30 minutes and if i take a short break i still don't want to study and i'm feeling tired this is happening from past 6 months right my first question is what things should i do in my break time during studying right so before i get into the academic part though i'll tell you one thing that nowadays see what has happened with our lifestyle is um we are more as human beings trying to get confined into our comfort homes comfortable homes and we do not expose that much ourselves to the sunlight so uh, apart from academics i would uh, tell you to get yourself a uh, vitamin d levels right so vitamin d levels when they are down 
They are one of the reasons why you will have mental fatigue, physical fatigue and you will not be able to concentrate. So please get that done and the treatment is not very difficult. You can take any vitamin D supplement, 60K units, they are available once in a month, you can take those, right? So apart from that, um, see, if you are not able to focus, so the one thing you need to do is you need to plan your day ahead. So tomorrow what are you going to do? You need to plan today itself. So you must be having classes from let us say 9 to 4. And you can take a break till 6 o'clock, then 6 to 9 or 6 to 10, you can plan your uh, uh, four, 3 to 4 hours, whatever you are having. W what is that you, you are going to study? So make a realistic timetable. Do not make a timetable like, for example, I will study uh, the entire um, topic of uh, heart in medicine in 3 to 4 hours. It's not possible, right? So I'll take just like the anti-arrhythmic part in 3 to 4 hours and I'll try to cover that, right? So make these timetables and that, that will keep you on your toes. Uh, what things should I do in my break time during studying? See, you can do whatever you like during your break time whenever you are studying. And uh, I would like to ask you guys, uh, the new generation, the millennials, um, to try and get some physical activity as well. I know you, you guys are like PUBG and all these stuffs. They are good, they are okay, Netflix and all. So what's happening is uh, all of us are becoming couch potatoes, right? So you need to get yourself some physical activity. So go for whenever you're not, not studying, you can go for any kind of physical activity. If you're not of the gym kind of guy, so just go for a stroll, go for a walk for half an hour and you will see that that walk, you know what happens with physical activity, they elevate our levels of endorphins and you'll feel good after that guys, right? My second question is how can I study for a long time example for three to four hours without feeling tired or bored? So see, this is something, uh, as, as I've said, you need to make timetables, you need to set your goals. Usually what happens, I'll tell you how, how this works with your subconscious mind. Whenever you make a timetable for tomorrow, let us say I have made a timetable for three hours and I will see that for these three hours, I'm going to study something, uh, some topic. And if I'm not able to study that because of some reason, there will be a feeling of guilt, right? And that is what will keep your toes the second time that uh, last time I was not able to complete this. Second thing, uh, that I'll tell you, is not only just go with theory, try to practice some MCQs midway. So for example, I would study for two hours and two hours I'll try to practice some MCQs as well randomly, right? So that, that will keep you interested, right? We are not just uh, uh, blatantly going for theory, we are doing some MCQs as well. And my last question is how can I remember more things? How can I remember more things? Uh, see I have, uh, I always tell you guys to use, so suppose if, if you are a guy who, who is not able to remember things for a very long period of time, then I have a formula for that which is called as uh, sequential um, revision program, uh, study plan, sequential study plan, where what do you do is today you study for let us say two to three hours, you study a particular topic, right? Then tomorrow when you you are done with your two to three hours of active study of a new topic, at the end what you are going to do is for 15 to 20 minutes, go through whatever you have studied yesterday, right? And then the next day, you'll again revise the same thing which you have studied day before yesterday for five minutes. So whatever I'm studying, I'm studying for three hours, then next day I'm revising it for 15, 20 minutes. The next day I'm again revising the same stuff for five minutes. So you will ask me how can I revise in five minutes? What you need to do is not go through each and every word, just flip through your pages and see the important stuffs which you guys have studied, um, revised yesterday and studied day before yesterday. So you are not only studying, you are simultaneously revising as well, right guys? So 
guys that's uh, all from the doubt section as well and uh, we'll keep up this uh, weekly farmcast because uh, i have getting a lot of messages because i was missing for the last one month without farmcast so students are asking me sir we are missing this farmcast and uh, it helps us a lot so i'll, I'll uh, since i'm back at home i'll keep on posting one farmcast every week so that is weekly farmcast and in this farmcast i'll keep discussing your doubts so if you have any spe specific topic you want me to cover right in these farmcasts do let me know in the comment box right second if you have any specific doubt that is related to your preparation you are having some difficulties you can let me know in the comment box and i will do cover it next time in the next farmcast so that's all for today guys all the best bye bye take care this was dr ranchar with you